Welcome back, everybody, to a spooky episode of the Rear Projection Podcast. <laughs> My name is Michael the Ghoul Hunt. The Ghoul Hunt. Nice. Yeah. Good addition. And I'm joined with this wonderful co-host of mine, Scott Scary Bennett. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fuck. Should we start again? <laughs> Why? 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 I thought that was perfect. Scott, scary Kingston. Oh, I see, because you got the last name. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. People, I think I think at this point, people are probably aware of the, the stage name and the real name, so it doesn't make a difference. Um, we've, uh, we've been off for a week, so... Uh, we have. Well, I'll yeah. On that. I was going to say, first and foremost, before we before we get into it, how, how are you feeling? Mike's been a bit unwell, hence hence uh, us not being able to get an episode out last week. He's uh, feeling a bit under the weather. Um, good to hear you're not dead. So yeah, me too. Um, yeah, no, much better now. I had a cold. Thought it got better, and that we would be all right for this week. And then no, no, wasn't happening. And then no, fair enough. One of my kids has had a stomach bug, so it's all just been a big old clusterfuck. So we've had a week off. Um, Absolutely. Well, we're ready, ready to get back into it, and we got kind of a almost a new series for us, really, isn't it? Because we we've kind of yeah. moving away, moving away. We're moving into the uh, adult film territory. Uh, not, 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 not porn. I mean, not not, let's not rule that out. Right. <laughs> One day, maybe. Um, well, you never know. There's plenty to talk about in those. <laughs> Mainly thrusting. <laughs> I think so. Well, I think that'd be quite a good series to do, actually. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I'm sweating like a fucking porn star right now. So Yeah, so am I. I think we're, we're, we're both set up doing it because we, we've had kind of had to like, switch up recording times because we usually record on a different day to this one. Uh, and because of that, I, my, my son's still awake, so I've had to, I've had to move to the bedroom to, to record and i have to say yeah i am sweating my bollocks off our bedroom's a heat magnet don't know why um but yeah no you're in a, you're in a similar position are you not yes i am in in my bedroom sweating <laughs> and not, not for a good reason no something. not for a good cause no this is the best reason of all <laughs> bringing, bringing joy and entertainment to the viewers at home absolutely so i will bring us in so we are doing episode 13 uh, on yeah, ghost um, which was the 1990 uh, romantic uh, fantasy horror. I mean, this, you could kind of class it as quite a few fucking genres, actually. Uh, yeah. By Jerry Zucker. Um, and it stars uh, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, yeah. and as- Jer- Jerry Zucker, not his brother Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Dick Zucker, for those who knew for, the- for those... <laughs> Sorry, a few of my friends are thick. I, I, I hate those. Jo- I hate those jokes where you have to point out the punchline, but some of them definitely wouldn't have got that. So I had to. I had to slowly nudge them to the uh, nudge them to the punchline there. Um, oh, speaking of dicks, before we crack on, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> okay, I'm interested to hear where this is going. Oh, Richard Rich, Donner. Richard Donner's dead. Yes. So, um, yeah. R.I.P. Kebabcock. R.I.P. Kebabcock. R.I.P. Yeah, Richard Donner, uh, director of The Goonies, a film that we reviewed recently. Um, yeah. Yeah, Superman. He, I think he was like 92, to be fair. So he had a fucking good innings. Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. Good for no. you, Dickie. Yeah, no, he had a good innings, considering his name was an acronym of kebabs and dicks. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he had a bloody good innings. So uh, RRP, Mr. Donner. And uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for the Goonies. Love that film. Yeah, so, thanks, for, uh, thanks for Superman. 
Indeed. Anyway, speaking of ghosts. Um, hey. um, so, yeah, we're reviewing Ghosts this week, which uh, I'll give you a brief synopsis. Uh, a murdered banker, whose uh, ghost sets out to save his girlfriend from the person who killed him through the help of a psychic, Oda Mae Brown, which is Whoopi Goldberg's character. Um, yeah, uh, let's jump straight into it. I would say probably of all the films we've done, this is probably the most critically acclaimed. It's one of it's one of, yeah, one of yeah. the awards, isn't it? Yeah. And, and deservedly so, I think. It's a bloody good film. It is a good film, actually. I, I hadn't watched it in years, and I, it's a fucking good film, actually. It's yeah, been it's best. been a few years for me too, and I must say, because, I, I, I mean, my memory of it was pretty vague. I remembered what happened, but I'm, I have to say, watching it again, it, it really is a bloody good film. I it can is. see why why it got the praise that it did. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I, it was it was. Um, I I, I got a bit. I, I I picked this up this film largely due to the peer pressure of others. I two or three people say do ghost and I I kind of thought uh, do you know what we did say we'd eventually do people's requests. So this is in a way I kind of even though I chose it, it kind of is a request of other people. I probably wouldn't have picked it myself, but um, mm. it's a, it's a fucking good film and there's definitely some shit in there that's dodgy as fuck. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean the whole uh, the whole. Thing. I mean, I guess I guess if we're going to start sort of somewhere near the beginning, you kind of see um, it's kind of starts with it's like Patrick Swayze is obviously the main dude whose character's name is Sam Wheat. Sam uh, Wheat, yeah, Sam Wheat, and he's he's uh, going out with um, uh, uh, was it Molly? Molly. Yeah, Molly, Molly uh, which Molly is Jensen. Jensen. Demi Moore's character, and uh, every, every, life's looking good for them. They've just moved into the apartment. It's all looking peachy. I think uh, they go and see some kind of show. Like I don't know. There's a few scenes. Yeah, they go and see. They go and see a show. I mean, there's a few scenes before that of them moving in and stuff. Um, but as they're on the way back, um, they get attacked by a mugger who um, uh, Sam gets in a scuffle with him, and he ends up uh, getting shot and killed. And Molly, bless her, she just stands there and watches, doesn't she? Molly does Jesus fuck all. Fucking bitch. <laughs> what also makes me laugh, I thought there was a slight little bit of racism, because way before this guy, <laughs> way before this guy even in, even stated his intentions to mug him, when they spotted him in the street, they were like, oh, fuck. You know? Yeah. He's, he's, nope. he's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's Latin American. He's definitely going to mug us. Like, all he, did, all he did was walk out of a door, and they all just went, and both of them just went, oh, we're <laughs> Anyway, I think it's probably time we fucked off. <laughs> There's a non-white person in the same street of us. Let's, let's definitely fuck off Sharpie. I, I was, um, go on. Uh, no, do you think the reason that she just sort of stands there dumbstruck and does fuck all is because she looks like simple Jack from Tropic Thunder? <laughs> she does. She does. Do you know what? I heard some trivia about that haircut. Apparently, because um, Demi Moore's got a, a short haircut in this film. Mm. Uh, uh, like uh, almost like a yeah, like like short back and sides, um, and she um, she apparently had shaved it for another film, and the director when he saw it was a, almost going to sort of delay filming for for the yeah. to grow back, um, but then apparently he decided that Molly's character um, suited the haircut, so um, yeah. even the, even she that. Really- <laughs> Even though we just couldn't be fucked to delay filming. Uh, <laughs> we'll just How long does hair take to grow? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right now, go on, stick the camera on. <laughs> but, well, the thing is, you know, he probably thought she's going to work better if she's happier. And let's face it, that haircut, my mama made her happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and do you know what? I, I mean, the, the villain of the film, who we uh, come to find out, because they've kind of got this fucking absolute third wheel of a friend called Carl. 
who <laughs> is with them at the start of the film, helping them move in. They've all yeah, this. yeah, they've all got the shirts off, helping them move in. Yeah, just not, not Demi Moore. No, no, not she's, Demi Moore. She's got those on, but you definitely see you see Swayze's nipples and you see Goldwyn's nipples. Yep, you do indeed. Um, for no real reason. Um, yeah, other than they all... hashtag free the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, it turns out that the reason uh, Sam Wee and Carl are both bankers. Um, mm. bankers, <laughs> by the way. Um, and uh, the reason that uh, basically what the whole the whole thing comes out that the reason the mugger attacked Sam and Molly is because Carl had hired him to do it because Carl had been doing some dodgy shit. I think he was laundering money for drug dealers. He was. He and was. Sam, who worked for the same company as him, had kind of taken it to one side and was like, "I think someone's fucking laundering money here." I think. Like, so Sam was kind of onto it, and Carl wanted his book, his address book or something. Carl wanted yeah, some kind of yeah, with his passwords in it. So he hired this fuckwit Willie Lopez to um, <laughs> to mug him. <laughs> so all it's just straightforward. I love how there was like, "Look, just mug him." That's all you need to do is take his book address. He didn't even know. He didn't even say take his wallet. He said take his address book. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it's such an unimportant thing. If if he'd asked nicely, somebody might have just gone, oh, "All right then." Um, yeah. But, um, but so this quite simple task escalated into murder, um, which I guess is what happens when you hire a complete fucking idiot to do a job for you. Um, so I think that's a lesson we can all learn from that, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Don't hire. Okay. Don't hire questionable Mexican. Willies. Muggers. Willies, yeah. 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 Oh, Willie Lopez. He, he, he's passed away as well. The guy who played him was Rick Aviles, who was a, he yeah. was, he was a stand-up comedian. But um, he was also a heroin addict. Yes, so, he was. Uh, and, and he died of AIDS, didn't he? And there's nothing funny about drugs and or AIDS. Um, no, no. It's surprising the amount of stand-up comics that you lose to uh, to heroin. Yeah, it? Greg Gerardo. There's been a few of them. Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, oh, Mitch Hedberg is funny. Yeah, Greg Gerardo was quite recent. Yeah, there's a few of them, actually. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman wasn't a comedian, but yeah. Well, as we've established, I do a bit of comedy, so watch this space. Um, yeah, yeah. Go, go speak to that bitch from the labyrinth. She'll fucking hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't think I don't think I've laughed that much in years when we did that. Since. Oh mate, that was so fucking. I've just listened to it again, but so all I can think, all I've got going through my head at the moment is everything I do. I do. <laughs> um, here's a question for you: Do you go think? On. Once Sam Wheat is dead mm-hmm. and the rigor mortis sets in, do you think that makes him a wheat crunchy? <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks I've been sitting on that joke. <laughs> I was going to say, fair play. That's uh, no <laughs> wheat crunchy. A, a classic crisp. You can get a bacon flavour, what's the sauce? Uh, what, are you fucking working for Golden Wonder or something? You bought them up, man. You bought them up. <laughs> I've always fancied uh, roast chicken. I always thought that would make a very nice wheat crunchy flavour. But sadly, uh, here's another bit of trivia for you. My dick looks like a wheat crunchy. (laughs) And it smells like it too. And it tastes like it, I'm told. Uh, The bacon flavour anyway. Um... (laughs) That's left over from that policewoman I was sleeping with. (laughs) Aye! Uh, Buzz. Um, But yeah, um, I suppose, so where, where... Where, where were we at? Where were we at? We, oh, he's just, they've just been mugged and he's been killed, right? Um, and then he kind of gets up. From, well, halfway through the mugging, he gets up and chases Willie Lopez, doesn't he? And then yeah. it was, he's always chasing Willie. Old yeah, you, you think he's chasing a bit of the Willie and then he turns round and goes back to Molly and she sees that he's cr- she's cradling his dead body. Uh, and he's like, oh, bollocks, I'm dead. Um, and then... <laughs> 
it's a, well, it's, it's it's slightly more of a more of a reaction. It's a that. slightly more moving scene rather than just he's, like ah, oh, for fact, that's an inconvenience, isn't it? His uh, face when he realizes that he's a he's a corpse is interesting because I think I don't know whether it's something to do with crossing over to the afterlife, but one of his eyes <laughs> definitely he develops football wise. I think one's home, one's away, <laughs> and. Uh, He's struggling a bit. He's sort of trembling, isn't he? And then those two two builder fellas come along, and yeah, and then he meets that fucking ghoulish bloke, the old bloke at the hospital. He's a barrel of yeah. odds, isn't he? I, I like him. Did you? Oh, you were shot. Oh, that's a hell of a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> just like he looks like fucking Fred Flintstone's fucking boss. Like, <laughs> it, 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 like he's just fucking. It's just he's it, like it's it's just not what you need when you've just died and you sort of. What, it's, <laughs> I'm waiting for my wife. I'm waiting for my wife. Just now, okay. You're just sat around. He's just a he's just a ghost of a man sat around waiting for his wife to die. I bet he's fucking funny parties. Yeah, I don't, but he sticks his head. For some reason, they've left Sam's fucking corpse in the middle of a hallway. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all, yeah, his corpse is in coke machine, and the, and, and this fucking old boy is just sat there, just oh, you're dead, are you? Uh, it's shit, by the way. You're gonna hate it, and um. <laughs> And, and <laughs> oh really? That's a shame. I've always heard good things. He is. He's like a real life version of Statter and Waldorf. He's just fucking, <laughs> just fucking. Yeah. He's um. And then, and then and then he does that classic film thing where Patrick Swayze turns around for a second and turns back and he's gone. Um, mm, nice. And then, and then from then on, once he kind of realizes he's dead, he just sort of stalks his ex. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say ex. I mean, they were they were going out when he died, but he's 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 bereaved. Um. He just kind of knocks about the flat, doesn't he? Kind of watching her, which... Um, yeah, what are we going to do? Must be awkward, though, when she has to go for a shit or something, and his ghost is just sat there. Because like, obviously she's got no reason to have any decorum about it anymore. She can shit with the door open. He's just yeah. there, you know. She's he's standing there watching, and he's going, shit oh. Absolutely. Shit <laughs> 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 oh, but no, there's no way she would have lost some inhibitions after he's gone. She's got no one to beat. She she was probably farting away, and, yeah. and he's just got to sit there like, yeah, it's the love of my life there. Oh, I'm so keen to get genitalia getting hairier and hairier. Absolutely, she probably stopped giving a shit. Um, so yeah, he he gets kind of, and then and then obviously Carl. <laughs> who is already just as, as if he isn't going to rub salt into the wound. <laughs> He's already fucking killed his friend by accident. So you kind of you it, 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 for, for a brief moment you kind of feel sorry for Carl because he's in the shit with these gangsters, and he's accidentally killed his best friend when he just wanted his address book. But then he goes round to the apartment and tries to fuck to me more. You kind of start to realise you're yeah, a bit of a scumbag, really, aren't you? He's Carl? a bit of a prick. I have to say, I think he's. I think um, Tony Goldwyn's performance as Carl might be my favourite in the whole film because he's. He is fantastic. He goes through a range of emotions. Yeah, um, yeah, he's good. Now. And he's really good, man. Uh, and I, I, he's not really been in an awful lot of films. I Do you know what? I haven't seen him in anything else. He, I think he was in a film with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, which I believe is called. It's the one about uh, cloning. The uh, sixth day. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and do you know what? Now I think I think he was in the original Friday the Thirteenth as well. Actually, now I think about it, was he really? Actually, that yeah, probably checks out. Although, yeah, nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, you might be right there, mate. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think he was. I think he was in the original. Uh, oh, and he was in that weird. Uh, oh, what was that film? 
Is it Denzel Washington? Kiss the Girls, that horror film. Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. It's got Morgan, it's Morgan Freeman, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's in a film called Kiss the Girls as well. Um, mm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. He's, he's not... <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Did you just get Denzel and Morgan Freeman mixed up, or is it got both of them in it? No, I was just accidentally racist, I think. Uh, accidental yeah. racism isn't Acc- the same as intentional racism. It was accidental. They're, they're, they're both actors... Uh, you know, they're both around from the same era. I, I got it right. Yeah. yeah, what else have they got in common, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're both born in America. Uh, both got fantastic dental plans. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, yeah, no, I thought it was Denzel Washington, but it was it was Morgan Freeman. So, uh, yeah. Well, okay. good, good. Speaking of racists... Um, <laughs> so, I was, I was thinking, well, obviously, Whoopi Goldberg comes into the movie at some point, and she's fucking wicked in this film. I oh, think. mate, mate. She's the star of this film. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I just said I really enjoyed Tony, Tony Goldberg's performance as Carl, but Whoopi Goldberg is fucking brilliant. Yeah, no, she smashes it in this film. She smashes it in there. And, and also you've got the subway ghost uh, oh, played yeah. by played by Vincent Chiavelli, who pops up in Batman. He, he's in one of the previous films we did, Batman Returns. He's kind of, Batman the, Returns. Droopy, he's kind of an unusual looking dude. I think he had some kind of health condition, but he's got kind of droopy eyes. Um, he, he died of lung cancer, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I'd give anything for another drug. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking, yeah. probably, you're probably a ghost now, mate. Yeah, probably don't. And that's why. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that him and Whoopi Goldberg's character never met, because yeah. if he was saying to Whoopi Goldberg, "Get off my train," um, <laughs> it, it'd be like another Rosa Parks incident, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Get off my train. <laughs> Oh, for crying out loud. I, do you know what? Of all the things that I would ex- have expected to crop up during this episode, that <laughs> a mention of Rosa Parks was yep. not one of them. Big time. So, well Big done. You, yep. uh, you never fail to surprise me. Shoehorned it in there. Shoehorned mm. it in there. Yeah. Well, we don't really have the nod strokes to lean back on now because we've got to move away from kids' films. So, oh, good. Uh, so we're delving into racism. I... I <laughs> I, I just made a connection between two incidents and a character's quote. I wasn't being racist. I was saying it's a good thing that character didn't meet because it could be construed as racism. That Ever since I was Denzel Washington, <laughs> people have been telling me that I look different. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I just... Uh, I've, I've derailed you, haven't I? Yeah, I'm just trying apologies, to think. Apologies. Where are we in the film? We are at uh, Whoopi Goldberg's just coming to it. So she's oh, kind of, Whoopi. Well, she is kind of. So Sam Wheat uh, is trying to find a way. Basically, he finds out that uh, Molly's in danger because. Molly, you in danger, girl. You in danger, girl, because Carl is. is um, he's high. Like, I think Willie, Willie Lopez turns up at the apartment. So the bloke he knew to have killed him turns up at the apartment because he didn't get the address book when he tried the original mugging. Carl mm. gives him the address and he shows up when Molly's in the apartment. And uh, and because uh, um, Patrick Swayze has been a bit of a creep and just hanging around the flat. Um, he he sees that Willie Lopez turns up and uh, Molly's there. Molly doesn't. Well, Carl, Carl gets her out of the flat, doesn't he? He's like, "Oh yeah, come on, Molly, let's go for a walk. walk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so they go for a walk. He yeah, he takes her out. Willie turns up. It was a very short walk. He was a bit like, "Let's get you out of the flat. Let's go for a walk." I don't think Willie Lopez had even gone in a room yet, and she'd fucking rock back up. <laughs> did, did she just walk with him to the fucking elevator <laughs> and back? It was the it was the shortest walk in the world. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the act of walking is always always the act of walking, regardless of distance. Oh, I know. So but technically, she did go for a walk. Oh, Stephen Hawking's taken longer walks. <laughs> <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> How many minutes in a week? So it's racism. We've taken making fun of the handicapped. Who's next? Uh, uh, well, uh, who have we got? Is there any homosexual characters in this that we can uh, piss off those guys with? Uh, no, well, I mean, Sam's wearing a very flamboyant shirt throughout the film. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. He is. He is. He's quite a snappy dresser. Um, but no. Uh, so uh, Patrick Swayze spots that Willie Lopez is in the apartment, realizes Molly's in danger, and he's like, "I need to try and find a way." Of communicating with her, so he he winds up at Oda Mae Brown's. She's got he goes Willie back to his apartment, doesn't he? And then he hears him on the phone to somebody because at this point you don't know that it's Carl. Yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, he just thinks that Willie Lopez is this kind of dude gives him his own thing. So he follows Willie Lopez back to his shithole apartment. He hears and him on the phone talking about talking about the thing, and I couldn't find a, his yeah, I couldn't find his yeah. address book. Blah, blah, blah. So he knows that there's some sort of conspiracy, and that's quite a nice thing about this film is that you sort of it's. It's quite layered in terms of you finding out ultimately that he was set up by his by his best mate, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then he he kind of wants to try and find a way of communicating with Molly, so he ends up at Odame Brown's. Kind of, she's kind of a fraud psychic. At least she is at the start. Um, well, could just right for anybody, any the viewers at home, anybody who claims to be a psychic is a fraud. Mm. Don't don't let this film give you hope. No. <laughs> That there are people out there that can really communicate with the dead because they can't. They're just exploiting your grief and and milking you for all your worth. Unless there would be Goldberg in this movie. And, unless there would be Goldberg in general. Yeah. I would believe anything that woman told I me. I would believe Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. same. I mean, to be honest, everyone wants to believe in ghosts. I wouldn't want to be a fucking ghost. I wouldn't want to be a ghost. I get to linger around watching life move on without me and I can only talk to the odd random prick who I don't know. I don't want to be a fucking... I wouldn't want ghosts to be real. I don't want to be ghosts. No, I don't really see the point in them. I mean, they don't do a lot. I think you know? it would be. I think it would be torture to watch your to watch your friends and family and that move on with that, for life without you. While you're just fucking sat there and they can't hear you or speak to you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mate, I can't wait to fucking die. Honestly, yeah. nothing nothing kills you more slowly or painfully than being alive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to fucking die. Finally, a bit of peace and quiet. I just think when I check out, I want to check out. I'm not bothered about hanging around. I'm, I'm really not. No. Well, like, so, no. I mean, fucking like Patrick Swayze, because Molly briefly kissed Carl back for a second. Patrick Swayze was 10 seconds away from seeing his ex fuck his best mate. I wouldn't yeah. fancy any of that. Take me to no. the grave. Love them fucking creepy ghoulish blokes. Drag me down to hell. I don't give a shit. Oh, mate, those fucking, those fuckers. I remember seeing this film when I was probably, well, it was five when I came out. It's so scary, isn't it? It's scary when you're a kid. Absolutely terrifying. Do you know how they got the sound? Babies crying, isn't it? Babies crying that they played in reverse really, really slowly. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's, yeah, that is, that. I, I, I saw that on the trivia. That is fucking. Fucking hell, babies crying is a jarring enough sound when it's just normal speed and, and forwards. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I mean, to put this in context uh, for you people, we're skipping forward a couple of chapters here, but whenever, in, in a film, whenever a bad guy dies in this film, so Patrick Swayze dies, but because he's a nice dude, he doesn't doesn't happen to him. But when a few of the bad guys die later on, uh, Willie Lopez, Carl, these fucking shadowy little fucking monsters come up yeah. from the fucking floor and drag them to hell. And it's kind of almost an out of, like, it's kind of not, in keeping with the rest of the film, and it briefly sends up a fucking horror film where these yeah. fucking weird little monsters drag these guys to hell. Happens to Willie Lopez first, 
uh, which we'll get to later. But yeah, man, it's fucking freaky. I mean, I, I watched it as a kid as well, and I've got to say, those, yeah. those, those little fuckers creep me out. Honestly, the noise is like... <laughs> oh, he's fucking... Honestly, it's terrifying. And like, I'm, I'm not really scared of much it's good now. Pressure, by the way. Thanks very much, yeah. Um, I use my penis. Um <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is put a straw blow it in squeeze the end um uh yeah and like i mean i don't get frightened by much now because i'm so desensitized having watched so many horror films Ooh, but, you're but, awful. <laughs> no no all i've done is sit indoors and watch films my entire life that's why i've now got tits and a weak crunchy penis um but <laughs> Ooh, you hard, aren't you? In front of the for some reason, I just had a break quite in me. Oh, love me! Pathetic. But honestly, that that honestly sent a bit of a shiver down my spine watching that again. It really did sort of unsettle yeah, me a little bit. Yeah, even now they're kind of freaky, man. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's yeah, they they they're weird. They're kind of out of place with the rest of the film because the, the rest of the film is kind of a fucking romantic fucking thriller. Fucking, it's, it's weird. Like like I say, you could you could probably categorize this film under quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of genres. Yeah. Um, but it's a genre bender, absolutely. But um, we 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 end up with yeah. Whoopi Goldberg is kind of this fraud start psychic. She said her mum was psychic, and she kind of pretends to have the same gift. And she's in this fucking shop, like doing her thing, like where she does the psychic readings with her two sisters. Oh mate, the bit where she's in the where she appears from the cupboard. <laughs> That's so good. She's they open the cupboard and sort of like. Wave towards it like, oh look, nothing there. <laughs> Proper they close the door. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they close the door, and then you hear this. It's <laughs> obviously like an elevator coming up. <laughs> and they open it again, and there she is. It's so fucking good. It's yeah. really, really good. And they originally they weren't gonna make her like a charlatan to begin with. Oh really? Yeah. Originally she was gonna be like a. Uh, the writer just wrote her as like a like a, a genuine psychic. The real deal from the start. No, I, I kind of like the way they did it because Whoopi Goldberg's kind of halfway through doing this bullshit reading for some for some Mexican woman. Yeah. Uh, she, she names about 20 names. Like, do you know what? She's, again, quite racist. She just starts naming Mexican people's <laughs> names. Like, do you know what, Carlos? No? Well, Juan? No, do you know what? I'm getting a. I'm getting. She just keeps going for all these stereotypes. Maria, Maria. Yes, that was his mama. <laughs> she's like Maria says hi. Um, and, and like it's just, he's a he's a handsome man. <laughs> and she goes really handsome. <laughs> he's wearing a black suit. A black suit. A blue suit. Ah, oh, that's a touch. <laughs> just fucking absolutely blagging it. Um, and and um. So you like you laugh, but that is what they actually do. Oh, oh, oh absolutely, it's bullshit. I mean, it's, well, obviously we all know that, but um, fucking Sam Wheat is in there. His ghost is in there listening to it, and he's kind of laughing, and he just goes, "What a fucking load of shit." And Whoopi right. Goldberg is a bit like, "What? Who said? Who said that?" And um, <laughs> so Whoopi Goldberg hears it. So for the first time, she kind of um, he is here's a ghost, and it's Patrick Swayze's character, and he kind of eventually clocks on that she <laughs> she couldn't hear him. And from then on, he kind of pesters her, saying, look, I, I need you to go and give a message to my ex. And she tries to blow him off, doesn't she, for a little while. She doesn't really want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, but then he just, she's, she's in bed and he just keeps singing this fucking annoying song at her until she gives in. And then that's when we get, um, that's when the sort of film really starts coming into play. Like she turns up at Molly's gaff, doesn't she? And starts shouting at her from the window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. yeah, and then there's that bloke who's like, "Shut up!" Out yeah. the window. Yeah. Shut up. You want to kiss my butt? Don't you want to kiss my butt? 
Oh my nineties Goldberg is is classic. I have to say, she's so she's so good. Uh, the, the best, um, the, some of the best scenes with her in, I think, the bit where they go to the bank because. Uh, so Sam finds out what the plot is ultimately he finds out that his best friend is trying to kill him finds out all the money laundering stuff and he's trying to get this money out of this bank account so he gets he gets Oda May to pretend to be someone called Rita Miller who's a fake person they put all the money in the name of in the, at the bank yeah yeah. He gets her to go to the bank and get the check out and close the account so that Carl can't get hold of any of this money and the bit outside where he tells her to give this check for four million dollars to, to the nuns, nuns. Yeah. <laughs> she's like he's like let go of the check give him the check i will <laughs> oh mate well oh, she's so good but she obviously she obviously was determined to get the money back because she uh she joined the nunneries a few films later and she's like, <laughs> just, <laughs> and t- let me tell you that sister can act <laughs> yeah no she's uh no she she's um pretty awesome she, she won an oscar for this film and uh, absolutely what i love about her character is uh, I'm, I'm skipping to the end scene here but just uh, one of the fucking fu- like not funny because it's meant to be quite a moving scene but at the end <laughs> carla sam sam we you, you, it kind of reveals himself to the point because oda may can only she can only hear him she can't see him for the whole film she can hear the disembodied voice she can't see patrick swayze but at the end, he kind of, they kind of can, her and Molly can, which we'll get to the whole thing later. But I love the fact that he's having this really emotional moment. And he goes up to Odomay Brown, who's kind of helped him throughout this whole thing. And he's like, I'm going to miss you, Odomay. Uh, your mother will be proud of you. <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg just goes, you too, Sam. You're all right. <laughs> the sort of thing you'd say to someone, the sort of thing you'd say about sort of a co-worker who, who doesn't piss you off to the point you want to kill him. Like, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, by this point, she's a fully fledged psychic. She doesn't need any of his ghostly BS. That's true. That's true. I, just, yeah. I don't know. She just proper underplayed it. She's like, I'm going to miss you all to me. Your mother would be proud. You mean she's going to say something really poignant like, yeah. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, that's it's been, it's been nice. It's probably time we both moved. Yeah, now nah, so, fuck off. I want to get some sleep. Um, <laughs> Finally. Yeah. I'm going, to try, I'm going to pretend you're inside me again and try and finger blast your missus. Ah, oh, do you know that's the scene I was going to get? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, the, right, so the first instance that you see of, uh, I guess it's possession, isn't it? It's a spectral possession of a of a human. Yeah. Um, is it, back at Odomay's, uh, <laughs> whatever you call it. Yeah. Reading. Yeah, place and this this fella called Orlando goes in it goes inside <laughs> her body. <laughs> what do you know with your hair, girl? <laughs> you like it? It's autumn sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think cause we get to that scene because I think basically, um, it, it, Sam gets Odomay Brown to go to to Molly's um apartment and try and warn her. Molly at first thinks obviously that Whoopi Goldberg's mental. Um, mm. But then uh, Sam st- keeps giving Whoopi Goldberg information that only only he would know. Um, like for example, like whenever Demi Moore said she loved Patrick Swayze, he would never say it back and say "ditto" because she's having lunch and she with, with <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Once she decides she's full of shit, as she walks off, um, she, uh, Sam tells Whoopi Goldberg to shout "ditto." Um, that kind of convinces <laughs> her that she's telling the truth. But then when Molly goes to the police with the information Whoopi Goldberg gives her, it's kind of like. Uh, they they kind of basically tell her, look, this woman's a fucking fraud. She's got a criminal yeah. record, and yeah, it's very it's very clever that bit because um, it, it's the the film is sort of up and down, up and down, up and down. So at this point, she's starting to believe Odame, and she goes to the police, mm. and 
she's like, just look up this guy, Willie Lopez. They're like, no, we didn't find anything on Willie Lopez, but we did find a massive file on Oda Mae Brown. Yeah. You just see all these mugshots of her where she's in different <laughs> wigs. Oh, she's not fucking Mr. Ben. She's got a fucking different costume on than every fucking photo. <laughs> Yeah, she's the Lon Chaney of the psychic world. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, man. Um, I know, think that's a really, really good scene because uh, she starts to believe in this. She's like, no, fuck you. Yeah, she's a fucking con artist. But do you know what? That's one thing I have an issue with, right? Willie Lopez, who's widdly mugged and then murdered someone for money, don't have a criminal record in that fucking state. Come on, mate. Yeah. There's well, no way. There's no way he was a model citizen before that. There's no way he's gone. There's no way he's gone about his day job and fucking Carl Bruner's got up to him and said, want to kill someone for me while mugging them? And he's gone, yep, definitely. So, you know, I've just been waiting for an opportunity like this my entire career. (laughs) (laughs) If if someone just asked me to kill someone, I would have done it, but no one ever has. No one ever believed in old Willie. Um, He's there at the Hitman Awards a year later going, and I owe it all to Carl. (laughs) Carl, get up here. What I love as well is that when he breaks into the apartment, he's Molly is undressing for part of it, and Willie Lopez just goes, "Oh, hello!" And he kind of he's, <laughs> well, he's, I'm about now. He's trying to have a little sneaky peek, and he's just like, "You've just killed her boyfriend. Give yeah. the give the woman surprise." Imagine that fucking leaving your bedroom to find out the bloke who just killed your partner is now staring at your bollocks. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd be a bit. It's kind of rubbing salt into the wound, really. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, it, unfortunately, he didn't get to rub his actual salt into a wound. <laughs> no, um, he didn't. which I think was sad for him, not not for us, or probably for her. I don't think she'd have enjoyed it much. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's that funny bit where he sort of scares the cat into jumping and and, and scratching at Willie. Well, that's how the subway uh, ghost gets involved, isn't he? Because for some reason, animals can uh, can see ghosts, which is how he gets the cat to to scare Willie. But um, he has to. He, he wants to be. Able, he, he noticed when he's when he first bumps into the subway ghost. He's kind of wandering around the city. Kind of. Oh, it's when he's it's when he's tracking Willie Lopez. Um, he bumps into this other poltergeist on the train. He's paper, but just fairly uh, the droopy-eyed ghost. Um, mm. And he pushes and it, he pushes Sam Wheat because he's really possessive with his train for some reason. And he as, loves his train. He just yeah, loves his train. And, and as and as he's approaching Prouchick Swayze's ghost, he's kind of knocking newspapers out of people's hands. Yeah. And Sam Wheat realizes that he can he can move stuff even though he's a ghost. So Sam Wheat finds the subway ghost and is like, "You got to tell me how to do that." Um, and he kind of does, uh, not without shoving him a few more times. Like you stubborn asshole. Uh, <laughs> That's got a nice little. It's got a nice little scene where he's like, where he realizes he's not going to give up. So he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, help this fucking prick be. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I love, what I love is yeah, they could they couldn't have made that ghost look more mental. He's got some big <laughs> fucking duster jacket on, droopy eyes, long fucking lank hair. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's, it's yeah. He, he he was one of the theme. Even though he's in it, what two scenes? He was one of the most memorable characters in it for me when I was a kid. Again, uh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. He's I don't know whether it's just the fact that he's got a very striking look about him that sort of yeah. stays with you, or he's a, he's very sort of larger than life. Every he sort of shouts every line, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and also, I think I probably made the connection at an early age between him and this film of Batman Returns because of him. Yeah, absolutely. I He, he looks like if Russell Brand had uh, not got off the drugs and made 60. Like, he, he... <laughs> yeah, if, if Russell Brand had a pituitary problem. 
he, he, no, the, the, yeah, this dude, he, he does. He, he's he's quite quite a memorable character. But yeah, he teaches Patrick Swayze how to move shit with with, mm. with his like, even though he's a ghost. And after that, he just kind of uh, he kind of goes into his own. He starts kind of he sort of he, will, he goes up to Carl and just fucking shoves him. And oh, <laughs> mate, that's so satisfying that scene, isn't it? Yeah. And, and he's like typing Sam, 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 Sam on the computer. Yeah. Well, because because about three times in this movie before he learns how to do this, he keeps trying to punch people, and, yeah. it, <laughs> and it's a bit like you're fucking dead, mate. Right? You're dead. Stop <laughs> trying to punch people. Like I understood the first time. He tried it about three times before the penny dropped. You're not going to fucking. The, the, the thing is, he's wearing a big, big old flappy shirt, and and also he's from Dirty Dancing, so it's very difficult to, to distinguish between fighting and dancing when it comes to Patrick Swayze. <laughs> to the best of times, he just looks like he's fucking doing a doing a performance, having a bit of a jig. Yeah, just, <laughs> just having a bit of a dance. He is dressed. He's dressed like somebody from a musical throughout the entire film. Yeah, no, with very tight black trousers with a big sort of poofy burgundy shirt yeah no it is it is quite a it's quite quite a out there costume um and i guess he can't change clothes now he's dead um so he's kind of he's kind of stuck on that outfit for the rest of it but he 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 eventually uh, he uh, i suppose one of the big scenes of the film is when he's learned how to move stuff he gets oda may to go to the apartment again and mm. he levitates a penny into Molly's hand, like he he manages to move the button to prove that he's real because Molly's kind of thinking that Odomay's a fraud again because mm. what the police said, and then she <laughs> she um I I just thought this scene they could have done a I mean they they went about it the right way because it could have been fucking weird because basically <laughs> we find out that the scene that Mike was talking about earlier when when basically when Odomay shot she gets possessed by one of the ghosts he jumps in her body that's and, it and, and and there's a very important bit where one of the other ghosts and goes he goes which is a fantastic bit of exposition where he's like jumping into people's bodies takes it out of you yeah. Yeah, so that's important, and you know, as soon as he says that, you're like, well, "Right, that's going to come into play later." Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very convenient plot point. Um, yeah. So yeah, this ghost has jumped into one of my brother's body because his his wife sat there, <laughs> and at first, he, damn, 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 what more you do to your hair? <laughs> um, so he he uses the very poignant moment to speak to his wife from beyond the grave on time to basically tell her a haircut shit. Um, Fair enough. Do you know what that 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 is why I I. I don't I have never. This is why I know psychics are bollocks. Because you know, whenever they try and give uh, communications to beyond the grave, they always say something really nice and moving. Like, oh, uh, John says to tell you not to worry about the money, like things like that. <laughs> there, there's no way people would say shit like that. Like you know, there'd be one fucking bloke who's just up for having a laugh. <laughs> just says like you know, uh, Craig says if you fuck another bloke, he's going to kill you. Like you know. <laughs> 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 like, like, you know, or just someone to just be up for having a laugh, like just uh, yeah. like say something a bit less serious and poignant. That just, which is why we know. Is, so that bloke said, "Damn, I mean, what you do your hair?" I'd like to think <laughs> if I died and I embodied someone else to talk to Manny, one of the first things I'd say, like that dress is a bit shit, isn't it? Like, you know, just, <laughs> just fucked your mum. Well, I tell you what, right? I know. Whether you believe in the afterlife or not, you know, whatever, that's up to you. Um, but I, you can definitely tell that this particular phenomenon isn't a genuine thing. Going into ghosts, going into people's bodies. And the reason I know that is that Michael Jackson has been dead, what, 12 years now? And not a single yep. little boy has come forward <laughs> and said, <laughs> and said, oh, it's ignorant. You've been ignorant. 
not happened. It's not happened. And you would imagine no. he would be jumping at the chance to get inside a little boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> never no. happened. No, it's never happened. Of course, it hasn't. But but yeah, the, in 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 this scene, um, Whoopi Goldberg says to Patrick Swayze, he's like, because Molly's now fully believing what Odom is saying. So um, Whoopi Goldberg says, "All right, you can use my body to, um, you know, talk to talk to Molly." And they end up having a bit of a slow dance. Yeah, and- I mean, what's uh, what's really funny is when he goes inside her body, he sort of shifts sideways into her. He yeah. does, she sat down on a chair. He doesn't sit down ass first, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is very respectful. <laughs> what makes me laugh is, I mean, I thought when I remember, I, I, you thought kind of think how fast this scene going to go because. I mean, imagine if he just transforms into Whippy Goldberg's body and just goes, well, obviously you can't give me a blowjob, but... <laughs> do me a favour. Oh, my love. <laughs> just do me more licking Whippy Goldberg's person. <laughs> oh, mate. And, you know, Whippy's there just spitting on her knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> because, you see, when, when, when the first ghost goes into Whoopi Goldberg, she stays Whoopi Goldberg and just puts on the voice and the accent. Like, it doesn't, it, she doesn't change appearance, does she? She's still Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. But when she goes to the Patrick Swayze, they bring Patrick Swayze in to do the slow dance, which I could get while they did it. Um, yeah, which well, is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Molly's got her eyes closed the whole time. So I think that's kind of like, you know, she's just sort of imagining it and blah, 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 blah. I don't like it. I don't actually like that bit very much at all. Um, I think they did it in a very, very clever. It was filmed in a clever way. It was sort of done from a sort of symbolic point of view, but I don't really like it. There's a bit in the Lovely Bones in the book, the Lovely Bones. I don't know if it's in the film or not, where the same thing happens, and it and it took me out of the book, and it and it took me out of this film as well. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just thought it would have been funny if they just kept it. Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg, and Demi Moore slow dancing around the room. I just thought it would have been quite funny. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed that more. Yeah. It would have been funny, but obviously, you know, they did the right thing from a film perspective. But um, yeah, no, that was that was one of the first things. I, I, I didn't really make any notes for this episode, but as soon as I watched the scene, I thought there's definitely a, you know, did the girls end up scissoring as some kind of, you know, <laughs> because Patrick Swayze had to come back as a woman. Um, oh, ditto, ditto, ditto. <laughs> Molly, I'm coming, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're in danger, girl. I've been showered in cheers. Um, <laughs> That's Scott's then. Fuck me. <laughs> Should we go back to doing kids' films? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, at, at this point as well, uh, Carl rocks up um, with Woody Lopez. Um, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Because uh, Willie come, doesn't Willie come after? He goes after Odomay. He goes after Odomay. Because they find yeah, because they find out that she took the money as Rita Miller, uh, and then Willie Lopez goes to the house and uh, tries to take out uh, Odomay Brown, but Sam rocks up and he, you know, Sam sort of ended, but he, Sam doesn't kill him, but he scares him into running out into the street and he gets run over. Um, <laughs> about more than run over, he gets crushed between two cars, doesn't he? It's quite a bad death row, Willie. Yeah, yeah, that, mate. Yeah, he gets really like sandwiched between a bus and a car. Doesn't oh, he? he does. And he sort of—it's it's really again very cleverly done because he flies out and it looks like he's just been hit by the bus and he's sort of been knocked over. Yeah, and he gets up and he turns around, but you can tell that it's 
it's not actually his body or whatever because yeah. this cat scratch has gone from his face. Yeah, yeah. Very, it's very, very clever. And then he goes back and sees his, his corpse just, yeah, wedged Patrick, between a car and a bus. And Patrick Swayze just goes, you're dead, Willie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're dead, Willie. Just rubbing it in. And, um, oh, you dead like me. <laughs> And then um, that's when the, the the little the little creatures rock up and drag yeah. him away to hell. So that's the end of Willie Lopez. He came, he killed Patrick Swayze, he perved on Demi Moore, he uh, ate a microwave dinner when Carl Brunner turned up at his house, and then he fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Willie Lopez's contribution to the film, really. Willie Lopez, the human plot device. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and he also, I don't know if you noticed when he runs out the, at the apartment, but he, if you notice, he almost falls down these stairs. There's no way... The way yes. he goes down the stairs, that they, he must have that must have been by accident because you couldn't do yeah. that. The way he fell, it couldn't have been on purpose, and they must have just kept. He like slips, doesn't he? He sort of goes down on his ass. Yeah, and and he kind of, yeah. but he kind of starts it out and carries on running. And they, 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 you couldn't do that on purpose if you tried. So they must have just kept no. it. In. It looked authentic though. It was brilliant. Well done. Well yeah. done. Whatever your name is, Rick, R.I.P. Is Rick? Rick Aviles. Rick Aviles. Rick yep. Aviles. Yeah, and. Oh. Uh, that sadly a ghost in real life now. He was a, he was a, uh, as we touched upon earlier, he was into the drugs. Um, he enjoyed the heroin, it made him have the AIDS. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he, he never got over his responsibility in the in the death of Patrick Swayze and uh, who's, oh, who's also dead. Fuck me, this is quite depressing. Half the cast are dead. Um, yeah, unless it, Scott did just say half the cast before anybody starts accusing him of being racist again. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, I'm half of the cast. It's a culturally diverse cast in this one. We need to we need to be very clear on this. That's true. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. So what's his name? Vin- Vincent Chiavelli? I mean, I'm assuming he's Italian or something. Yeah, well, I hope so. Sounds it, doesn't he? Yeah, unless unless he just really looked like a shovel when he was well, born. Well, he's very droopy on. He's very droopy on, so he sort of looks like a South Park character. But it, it... <laughs> He looks like a fish. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, uh, but um, I suppose we we get to the climax of the film where Carl, so yeah, um, Willie Lopez has died, and then the the Molly, uh, Oda May, and Sam all end up at their at her apartment, and Carl turns up with a gun and to get the women. Willie's gun. Willie's gun. That Willie's already fired about fifteen times, and it's still f- somehow got bullets in it, and he threw it out, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he rocks up with Willie's gun, and they, they end up in sort of the roof of the apartment complex. And um, Carl meets up rather nasty end as well. Oh yeah, mate, that's a fantastic on-screen death. Yeah, that's that's up there. He uh, he's he's kind of on a window ledge, and I think he's got to chase one of the women, and. Um, uh, he's, he's, as a hook gets swung by Patrick Swayze's character in it, hits the glass. Looky, looky, Carl's got hooky. Yep, and uh, Carl gets fucking skewered like a kebab. Um, he does. Oh. Yep, yep. oh, mate, yeah, it's really jagged sort of... It's like a guillotine, isn't it? Oh, it's horrible, yeah. It's, Comes it's, right down into his guts and he's yeah. fucked to pieces. Yeah, oh, he is. And then he, he does that moment where he gets up and he, he sees Sam's character and he almost briefly smiles, which I thought was weird. He's a bit like, like Sam. Sam? Like he's, like he's happy to see him. Like, oh, Sam, my friend who I killed and tried to fuck his missus. It's good to see you, buddy. Um, yeah. They call me weak crunchy now, Carl. And to be, to be, <laughs> to be fair... I mean, Patrick Swayze's character is actually always quite sympathetic. He goes, oh, Carl. Because he knows mm. what's going to happen to him because the, the, the hell creatures rock yeah. up and drag him off. The uh, shadow people. 
the shadow people. And um, that that pretty much is that in terms of so the two the two main enemies uh, the two main bad guys are dead. And then yeah, they get dragged off to hell. There's a lovely little moment where the light comes down from the ceiling and it's Sam's time turn to go off to heaven. And yeah. and Molly can hear him for the first time in the movie and he kind of... Uh, yeah, and see him. Yeah, he, he says his goodbyes to them both. Like I touched upon before, he says goodbye to Adam O'Brown, who's a bit like, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's funny though, all he needed to do, if he wanted her to see him at any point during the film, was just backlight himself. <laughs> So all, he, all he needed was was a couple um, of lamps. Yeah, and, and I think it was because of unfinished business as well. So all he had to do was commit a couple of murders um, and, <laughs> and uh, get himself a lava lamp and it would have been golden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lava lamp, the sexiest of all the lamps. <laughs> Shaped like a dick, isn't it? Uh, it is. And mm. it's got a lot of little floating bogeys in it. Mm. Um, Blobs. Yeah. They were weird lava lamps, although I wanted one when I was a kid. I don't know why. I had one, and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, a cool invention. Um, don't see them around nowadays. Kind, no. of a, kind of a nineties thing, weren't they? Well, I think they were a seventies thing. Oh, really? And I think they became popular again in the nineties. No. And then, uh, so maybe were they due for a revival? Maybe this podcast can be responsible <laughs> for lava lamp revival. Is that, is that next on the merch list? Because you've already cranked out a few t-shirts. Who's going to get fucking rear projection lava lamps? Why not, mate? Why not? In the rear projection colours, we've got gold, white, and purple. Yeah. Well, well, we could we could start we could start doing t-shirts that have got kind of quotes from episodes on. We could start, we could have like government came and took my baby on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, we could have any number of of Rick Moranis quotes. Don't go smoking the Don't cheese. Don't go smoking the cheese. Well, I'd imagine will be a hallmark of our merchandise at some point. Um, no, I hope so. Yeah. No, one of, one of my friends was very into your Ouija board thing the other week. If <laughs> that was mate, that's that's just me talking to Davey Boy. <laughs> Loved it. No, it was it was um, no, it was inspired. No, but yeah, so yeah, we have got we have got a bit. If anyone does want a t-shirt, all joking aside, we can get them. I think they're fifteen pounds. But uh, my friend Cheryl, who does Shirley Crafts, I said a chat right on the podcast. Uh, she does a really good job on our t-shirts. Uh, there's been a few pictures and that on the social media of. Uh, both uh, ourselves and and uh, friends and and fans watching, uh, uh, sort of rocking the t-shirts. So uh, yeah, man, if anyone wants to get involved, yeah. let us know. Yeah, it's quite nice to have fans, isn't it? People yeah. are willing willing to put the put this podcast on their bodies and wander about in public. Absolutely, we could have a t-shirt. R.I.P. Yeti Watch <laughs> <laughs> with a picture of your mate <laughs> on the back like a mugshot. <laughs> Oh, well, look at this. We're already trying to branch out on our merch range where we've had precisely one other person. <laughs> it's a proper shame. <laughs> what fucking couple of money grabbing cunts we are. Come on, people. Our t shirts. We haven't made a penny off these fucking t shirts so far. <laughs> yeah, actually, to be fair, the one my mate's got, I paid for it as a thank you for uh, as a thank you for listening to the show and supporting it. So I'm actually out of pocket, if anything. Oh. <laughs> He's a good lad, though. Uh, he's a good lad, though, Wobbles. I could not pay for it. He's, he's worth the money. He's worth the money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and he wore yes. it. He wore it to, we, we watched the World Cup, uh, sorry, the European Championships quarterfinals in the pub, and he wore it down the pub. So, uh, no, fair play to him. Legend. Oh, you went to watch the football. You enjoying the football? I am enjoying the football. I am enjoying the football. My, can I just say, this is how little Mike is into sport. Uh, because, <laughs> because we have been delayed in recording the episode because Mike was ill. He had the audacity. To say to me, uh, can you record Wednesday night? The European Championship semi-final with England in it. Ugh. Ugh. 
know. Oh, I know. No, well, are you gonna, are you are you even going to watch the final on Sunday? Why would I? Actually, do you know what? Sadly, my daughter has roped me into watching it. She goes to football practice whatever on a Tuesday, so she's sort of getting into football now, and she's staying over Sunday night, and she has said that she wants to watch the football on our hey. brand new fifty-inch telly. So I am going to be fucking stuck watching that. Go on, Eva. Well played. Uh, yeah. Well, well done, Eva. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so, oh, no, you know, football's, you know, it's, a, it's great. I, I love that it gives a, a select group of people an excuse to feel superiority and achievement <laughs> that they, they haven't earned themselves. So. <laughs> Do you know what? One thing, one thing I will say, right? And I know I'm, I'm kind of one of them, but I've watched various WhatsApp videos of us fucking singing chants and fucking shit. And uh, like there's one where because we've got Italy in the final on Sunday uh, and there's just one of a lot of England fans on the, on, the, on the train just singing shove your casani up your ass and and I can just I can see why everyone else hates us <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah and if you, if you are going to take that advice please wait for it to cool down <laughs> Although I think get, they get, it gets molten. It does, it does. Although if you're gonna shove a pizza up your ass, Casoni's probably the best way to do it. Uh, I, yeah, toppings on the inside, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I can, I can fucking see why everyone thinks we booed everyone's national anthems. We're just disrespectful cunts, all of us. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I, I thought, the game itself, I think, I haven't got really an issue with. It's, it's the fans, mainly. So oh, no offence to you or anything. No, no, that's fine. I would say no one outside of England, and even most of those in England, want us to win. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> we are, we're, we're the bad guys in this. <laughs> like we're, we're the Carls of this European Championship. We're the Carls, yeah. We are the Carls. I say we. I'm not, no, I couldn't give a fuck. Um, no. And the other thing is, as I already explained to you, is that we've, we've they've, they've done a sweepstake thing at work. Uh, You've got Italy, I've, haven't you? I've got, I've got Italy, yeah. So, no. how, how much would you, how much would you win? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be money or they they've bought prizes or whatever to give to us. I don't know. Um, I'll get something for free out of it if Italy win, which is which is ultimately more gratifying to me than if England win. So, yeah, rule rule Italia. We're all having lasagna for dinner on Sunday. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I'd like to thank you, Mark. You may have just taken the heat off my racist comments earlier. Uh, yeah, I know. Can you imagine that? Well, not anybody fucking writes to us anyway, but <laughs> the hate mail. Oh, and he doesn't even care about the man kicking the, kicking the thing. Can I just say, Michael does not represent the thoughts of this podcast when it comes to the European Championships. We do not want Italy to be. I represent exactly 50% of the thoughts on this podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and in fact, he does a lot of the uploading. So he probably 75%. <laughs> he probably has, he probably, put it this way, if this is the company, he might probably has a majority share, but that's not the point. Um, yeah, it's fine. No, look, look, we can't always like the same things. I totally understand why people want to enjoy things. And that's on, that's good for them. I <laughs> Good, good, well done, everybody. <laughs> right, enjoy, okay. Enjoy your sports. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, there's a boxing match coming up in a few weeks. You're not, you don't like boxing either, do you? I don't mind watching people kick the shit out of each other. That's a bit more yeah. enjoyable for the neutrals, I think. Just... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really care about who wins, but it's oh. just fun to watch violence. People punching people, isn't it? Um, yeah. um, is there any other scenes that we haven't covered that you want to... Well, we didn't... Obviously, we didn't talk about the iconic pottery scene at any point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, 
it's probably my least favourite scene of the whole film, if I'm honest. I don't get the big hype behind it. Ooh, he goes behind every shirt off. She's making pottery. They end up fucking. Who cares? But they don't, I mean, for, they go for ages without actually fucking. They just sort of sort of rub each other's like faces. And yeah, things. it's Hollywood sex scenes as well. Like, oh, look, we're fully clothed, but this is meant to be an erotic scene. Like, no one does that. <laughs> no one does that. The minute, you, the minute you know it's on, you start taking your clothes off. No one fucking kisses passionately for half an hour with all their fucking clothes on. Where where was the crying? Yeah, where was where was her looking very disappointed? Where was the begging for him to stop? I mean, (laughs) where were all the apologies? Not one single apology. I got. I can't even reach climax without at least saying sorry once. Where's the threatening to kill her if she tells anybody? I I just don't. (laughs) I think that was probably more more Willie's forte. Oh uh, no! Uh, yeah, uh, do you know what? we didn't cover the pottery scene, and I suppose it is one of the more iconic scenes. But I, I, there weren't a lot in it for me, really. She's making a, she's making a, a, a fucking. She definitely turns the clay into a penis, doesn't she? She definitely starts shaping. Yeah. She definitely starts shaping the clay. Like if you notice, it gets shorter and shorter. She's definitely essentially turning that clay into a cock. Yeah, um, she's just stroking the shaft up and down. I, I mean, <laughs> Patrick Swayze is quoted as saying that that was the sexiest thing he's ever done on film. Uh, so uh, apologies to you, Patrick Swayze. It, I'm sorry that you died when you did and you didn't get to fully experience life. Yeah. yeah. If, if, essentially, you watch... You, I, 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 yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the big heart with it. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's more, I think, women like that scene. Yeah, I, I can take it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, and everybody knows with every pottery experience, the most exciting, erotic part is when you put it in the kiln and fire that bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whacking the gas up to two thousand degrees. <laughs> I mean, I, I I remember walking past the pottery class um, when I was at Merton Abbey Mills once. They do pottery classes there, and um, I, I, there is no chance any one of that class was getting laid. Um, mm. They were all middle aged or overweight, or or some or in some cases both. Um, yeah, I, I well, don't. Also, I, I mean, the clay all over their fingers is a recipe for cystitis, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> I just I just don't associate uh, pottery with 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 sex, but. Um, Hey, they tried to make it work. I'd, yeah, I'd, I don't know. You see a flash of Demi Moore's bum cheek, I think. That's about... I'm, just... I, I'm all right not seeing a flash of Demi Moore's bum cheek. I'd rather see some of Swayze's, to be honest. Um, yeah, well, you know, at least he's worked on it. Yeah, or even Willie Lopez. Roadhouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, no, there wasn't wasn't a lot in that scene to me. She, she, It would have been funnier if he'd been dead when they did that scene. She would have essentially just been sort of having pottery sex with the ghost. Um, yeah, or I would, have, I would have really enjoyed it if it was the pottery that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm allergic to clay! <laughs> that would have been the shittest on-screen death in history. <laughs> Where's my epinephrine? Oh, we've run out. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Well, somebody's going to leave your corpse in a hallway anyway, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favour, love. Instead of doing a pot, can you knock me up a coffee when you're next? <laughs> you've next got a kiln on the go. Make a nice clay urn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, I suppose it's your choice for the next pick. Have you got one in mind? I've got one. There's one that you and I have been discussing, which I think I think what might be best. If we reveal that next week, because we could make that a two-parter, which means oh, if, if we if we if we choose that together, yeah, 
then that's like that feels like we're doing it as a team, which is nice. It um, probably yeah, it probably would need to be a two parter, uh, I think. Uh, so yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So uh, the one that I'm going to do in the meantime, uh, and this is purely because I was digging through some of my old DVDs in the garage the other day, and I found it, is going to be Leon. What the fuck is Leon? You've never seen Leon. What's Leon? With you've 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 never seen Leon. It's oh, you can keep repeating uh, it to me. I don't know what fucking isn't that a isn't that a brand of fucking fast food shops in London and you could pay about eight quid for a sandwich? I'm pretty sure there's one in my office. It's a, I don't know. No, it's a it's a film about a hitman. Uh, Natalie Portman's family get killed and she is his neighbour and she you know oh mate. It's uh, it's got Gary Oldman in it. It's got Jean Renou, Natalie Portman, as as discussed. Leon, I've not seen it, but I, uh, that's fine. It's your choice. We can well, watch I'll it. Tell you what, should we do the Crow instead? Oh, no, no, we can go with your pick. <laughs> we can go with your pick. I, I have seen the Crow. Well, no, we can go with your pick. All right. Do you want to choose Leon? Choose Leon. You, you, I, I, you haven't seen some of the films I've picked. I'm not saying it. I, I'm, I'm unfortunate. Yeah, I haven't seen the uh, the, the Sand Chafe. Lads, or whatever. The Sandlot Kids. I, I, no, I, I, I hadn't seen the uh, the Monster Squad. Um, I, was I hadn't seen the Mighty Cucks. Uh, uh, no, oh, we can watch. All right, Leon, it is. Mate, I think you'll like it as well. It's a very good film. It's probably my favourite performance of Gary Oldman, and that is saying something because he's he's my favourite actor. I think. Well, Gary Oldman to G. So no, no, no. We, we shall give it a go, my friend. Yeah, oh, that's quite exciting that you've never seen it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, did you know, I, I, I quite enjoy seeing ones I haven't seen before. So, no, no, I, I look forward to watching it, mate. Mm, yeah, it's, no, it's really good. It's really good. I think you're going to enjoy it. So, uh, if anybody else has seen that film, I thought it was quite popular. I think it came out in, like, 94. Oh, just because I haven't watched it doesn't mean other people haven't. I, 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 you know, you can't watch everything, can you? Well, you could try. Oh, well, well we're going to get through a fair few films doing this. Uh, so, uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I like the idea of like you know watching films I haven't seen before. Um, so, yeah, we, we uh, Leon, Leon it is. Uh, if, if anybody else is as shocked as I am that Scott hasn't seen Leon, then please post on our social media. No, I'd be, yeah, no, I'd be interested to see who, who's in the wrong here. Uh, uh, am I uh, wrong to have not seen it, or are you wrong to be surprised I haven't seen it? Um, because... Uh, yeah, we would have come out. I mean, this, this is like we're married. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who's right. We'll throw it to the audience and see who's right. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, we'll uh, I guess we'll see you all next week. Hopefully. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, we'll, oh, we got to do the uh, next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We'll make sure. Uh, sorry, we apologise for delaying bringing out this episode. Uh, but Mike, he was feeling a bit poorly, uh, so uh, we'll make sure we bring out next week's uh, in in good. Uh, you know, we'll get out. We'll always aim to get it out on a Friday. Um, we'll get it out on a Friday, indeed. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week for Leon, everybody. Absolutely. Oh, just briefly, we haven't rated the film Ghost. Would you give it out of ten? Um, I'll give that a good eight. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna go eight too. Fucking good film. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad we're, we're sort of aligned. We've calibrated this very nicely. I think. Yeah, no, Ghost is awesome. But um, yeah. All right. Well then, go on. Do your sign off, and we'll see everyone next. Listen, it's amazing, viewers. The love <laughs> inside. You take it with you. See ya. And don't go puffing the fromage, you cunts. <laughs> Not a spit on.